Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Paradise Paradox. Welcome, beetles and worms, strange beings staring into alternate realities through a black hole and diving out of the other side into a whole new world of Aladdin's adventures on the flying carpet. Yeah. The Paradise Paradox. My name's Kurt Robinson. My name's Aaron Battle. Yep. So today we're talking about network marketing, multi-level marketing, so you, you've probably been approached at least once in your life by these guys, Amway or, or Asana or Herbalife or Forever Living, um, telling you about their products and, and also a way to get rich. So, this Yeah, <laughs> a way to build your dreams, a way to financially break free from the repetitive cycle of late Monday morning. Just don't do it anymore. Yeah. Just yeah. sign up with us, use our products and live free. Yeah. That's what I tell you. Yeah, yeah. The financial independence. So so we go into it and talk about some of our personal experiences with network marketing and, and what are some things to look out for if you've if you've got a, a good salesperson on your hands, a, an honest guy or actually some kind of huckster or someone someone who's a bit between maybe somebody who, who actually believes it's a good thing but isn't in fully informed. <laughs> so, but I mean, it's not it's not all negative. You don't need to watch out for these uh, these brujos that are out there trying to sell you witchcraft. Um, <laughs> you know, so you know some some of these companies offer good products. Have you have you ever seen a shaman offering a network marketing commission structure? Mm. That's, that might be something. That's your next project. They, they do bungle their products in sets of ten. I, you know, Tens of magic numbers. Is that what you're getting at? Well, maybe that. Maybe that's what they got. Ten chairs in a circle. All maybe, right. maybe that's what they need. They need to fill those seats. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. So we go. So we go through uh, all of all of the experiences that we've had. Of some of the the shock, shocking ones to look out for. Some of the with not so great products, even though they charge premium prices and the interesting things about mentality yeah we also covered the the factors that we'd look for mm-hmm. you know and how we would um, analyze a, a potential business opportunity um so you know keep an eye for that yeah so cool so my name's kurt robinson you can find me on twitter at trouble bubble please follow me my name's aaron battle please please check it out me. i mean I'm doing a little study at the moment with yeah. with our trying to get my followers up, but I've been off the net for three weeks, so that fell out. All right. <laughs> battle AZ. I, I At Battle AZ for, for Aaron Battle, extra goodness in your Twitter feed. Mm. Head, head on over to Facebook and press like on Facebook. Hover over the get notifications button. Press, press no, it's, hover over the like button and press get notifications. Whatever, you'll figure it out. You'll find, find the way to, to stay informed with the Paradise Paradox, rocking your socks with the docs. And head on over to YouTube, press like on YouTube, press subscribe on YouTube, build up our, our subscribers list so we inflate our egos until it pops like a giant bubble full of hydrogen oxide. And head on over to uh, theparadiseparadox.com. There's a shop, Amazon link up the top there towards the roof so don't raise the roof but click on shop amazon head on over to amazon you have a look through some some products and you listen to quite you'll hear quite a few products that we talk about like like books and, and movies in this 
podcast and you can uh, buy a few of those it just means when we get a, a small commission and we appreciate that helps us going keeps us rocking that fuel in the gas tank so we can burn out another fast and furious episode of the yeah, paradox keep them rolling yeah, yeah. That's our job. Yeah. Uh, also, if you're listening to us on iTunes or Pocket Casts, give us a good, give us a good rating. Or give us a bad rating. Just click stuff. Yeah. I, I like <laughs> be, be involved, you know. Yep. Press yeah. buttons randomly and, until something happens on your computer. Like yeah. you're busy at work, but yeah. you're not. Yeah. Just look like a, a bad actor in an 80s soap opera pretending to be a secretary. I can type 60 words per minute and then <laughs> jump on over to donate.theparadiseparadox.com. Uh, we, we appreciate it when you when you show us a little love, just a little tip. You know, when you go when you go out and, and you have a, a great breakfast, um, of course, you, you give a little money to, to the waiter or waitress to help them get by. And that's what we're asking you for. Though we're, we're serving up brain food, ideas for your mind, ideas that are that are going to plant in your mind and, and then later grow into fine, fertile, flower-like beasts or beast-like flowers that, that envelop the entire world with a, a shining, bright consciousness. It's an ecosystem. Yeah, that's you, right. So, <laughs> so <laughs> It's an entire ecosystem within your brain. So no, my point is donate.theparadiseparadox.com and give, give us a little tip there. Bitcoins, altcoins, PayPal... Uh, we we do appreciate that. Cool. So let's get into it. So I moved into my new apartment here in, in Santa Tere, beautiful Santa Tere, beautiful, uh, humble, very Mexican, very much taco stand on every corner and, and uh, <laughs> people saying hello in the street. Yeah, it's a, it's a nice neighborhood. Yeah, I like it around here and it's, it's not far from my place. So it's a, it's a quick trip over Yeah, if I leave on yeah. time. Uh, but it's a cool building. I mean, this is a massive apartment building. <laughs> it's uh it's it's something all right i don't know they a, a few of the neighbors have some like aztec designs on the walls and stuff and it's, it's kind of cool uh, yeah. and cool i should you should point them out to me because yeah i uh i need i need to make a costume <laughs> okay okay uh, that's my homework <laughs> all right because you started aztec dancing uh yeah two what, two nights ago mm. i i went for my first training session Mm. And uh, we're only we're only practicing three songs, but they go for about fifteen minutes each. Mm. And it's cool because it's like it's the same beat. It's like you got beat, you got a fast beat and a slow beat, and mm. it's a two step. But there's no there's no steps in between, so it's like two steps to the right, two steps to the left, but always moving forward or backwards. Mm. So it's kind of hard to move. But once you get the flow, you start moving, and you don't even you don't realize it's like. I'm, ho- I'm, I'm hoping to get a trance. Like, I want to get into that trance Aztec dancing. But, yeah, it's, it's an Aztec group, and um, we, we dance for Father Earth, which I've never heard the term before, Father Earth. It's always been Mother Earth. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I don't know. I've got training tonight, so I'll let you know how it goes. Okay. 
I got some knees. Get in contact with the, the father. Just tell him hi for me. But it's interesting because I, you need, they pray to, to Christ. Mm. They've got a big Jesus in there in the living room. Yeah. And also the Guadalupe. Yeah. And, and also the uh, Virgen de Zapopan. Mm, mm. So it was like, I, I don't understand. Like now we have, it's like, I, I, don't, I don't get how, <laughs> how we're praying to, to all these deities. <laughs> yeah, it's just, you know, religion in Latino America is like, it's like a mixed bag. It's like a pick and mix. I'll have a little bit of that, a little <laughs> bit of this. And everyone, whatever goes. Cool with it. Shamanism and Catholicism and everything mixed all together. Spiritual buffet. Yeah. Wagon all you can eat. Blender. Spiritual buffet puree. <laughs> but, but the people are nice. Yeah. Like the people seem nice around here. Yeah. Everyone's just living out their days. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's cool. Yeah. Okay. So you're going to shoot with your story. This, yeah, this so happened this morning. Of, speaking of people that say hello to, to me on the street, this, this guy on, on the street the other day stopped me and, and said hello. <laughs> That's the story. Uh, he's, and he had some flies in his hand just down here on Manuela Cunha. Uh, and uh, he was like, hey, would you like to try some health products or something like that? Uh, and I said, yeah, sure. I've got, I've got some time free. You know, show me what, what the deal is. And uh, the the company is called Herbalife, uh, and I don't know so much about them. But um, as as I, I started looking at the logo and thinking about it, a couple of memories started coming back. I mean, one of my colleagues used to promote it years ago, but then um, later when I was thinking about it, the the, the cog started turning, and um, I, I saw something about a, an investor named Bill Ackman. Bill Ackman shorted the stock in 2012 of Herbalife for $1 billion. So he's, he's, he, bet, he was betting that the stock of, of uh, Herbalife was going to go down. And he was pretty confident in his bet because he put his money on it. <laughs> money where his mouth was. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and so, you know, when, when someone puts a lot of money like that betting against something, he's, it's, uh, it is making a huge statement. Um, but, uh, that, that didn't occur to me at the time. So I went in with this fellow and, and, uh, he started telling me a, a little bit about it. The next day I came back and, and, uh, he, he did this little health test, uh, and, uh, yeah, we were drinking some, some tea and some drinking some shakes, uh, with cookies and cream in it and, and stuff. And, and, and they actually taste pretty good. But um, a, little, then, a little too good. <laughs> it's delicious as an indicator, <laughs> <laughs> right? That it's not good for you. Is that what? Well, I'm I, just as opposed to maybe a, a spinach smoothie or something. Yeah, it's like yeah. it's sometimes spinach it's, smoothie. It's well, it's an experience. It's more like a journey than a, <laughs> okay. you know than a, than a little fun weekend trip and onto the Gold Coast. You know, <laughs> you have to. You know, hike your way through it. <laughs> but this, pick it. yeah, yeah. But anyway, so they're, they're good products. So they tasted. They taste. They taste good. Well, the ones, the ones that I tried, they taste all right. They got. Um, they had. They served me some some uh, some kind of tea with uh, aloe vera in it, 
um, sorry, it's not aloe vera. It's a different kind of aloe or a different kind of sabila. Um, but yeah, I know aloe has a lot of health benefits and it, you know, cleans your digestive system and all, all this kind of stuff can, um, balance out your, I don't know. It does a whole, it does a whole lot of things. It's like a miracle plant, um, that's, that's been used for hundreds of thousands of years in, in Mexico probably. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, yeah. And he gave me the shake with cookies and cream in it, uh, like little, little nuggets of, of chocolate cookies. Uh, and, and then, uh, he asked me some questions about my health and my size and, uh, my height. Uh, and then he got me to stand on the scale and, uh, I extended my hands and I'm, I'm holding this, this rod out in front of me, like a, a steel rod that's attached to the scale. Uh, and, uh, I don't know how this thing works. The brand is called Omron. Anyway, afterwards, it, he, he gave me a bunch of data, a bunch of points. Like he told me, okay, so, so your, uh, your body mass index is this, and your your fat fat ratio or fat percentage is is this uh it's a little too high by the way it's like 26 percent according to this machine and and uh what else then it it told me my what's the word i'm looking for visceral fat like the the fat surrounding my organs um and it also told me my biological age and this guy claimed that my biological age was um 53 and uh, I'm 30, 31 years chronologically, but apparently I'm 53 years old. And I was like, well, hang on. I mean, I don't feel 53. I'm pretty sure I would know. I would, I would have some kind of idea like creaky joints or, you know, pro- problems, pains, you know, something you, like that. You didn't that. respond with, oh, Dios mio. <laughs> give me something i need to fix this <laughs> give me some crack <laughs> that'll that'll help me lose weight um <laughs> no i didn't i didn't I, I questioned him on it and it did actually bring back some memories of the day that the magical day that i walked into the church of scientology this is like six years ago that i investigated firsthand the the church of scientology to find out this story um, yeah. and, uh, the, the amount of fast talking and, and weird explanations that they gave me, like most, most of the time was okay, but there were some, some weird things. Like when I went to the, the church of Scientology, they gave me this Oxford capacity analysis. That's what they call a test. And I asked them, so is this, re- is this from the university of Oxford? And they're like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> um, and again, <laughs> I felt this is the same kind of thing. So, so how does this, how does this Omron machine work? And it's like, well, you you stand on it and you put in some data, and and then it it spits out the results. And I was like, well, no, but I mean, I think you're being tricky with my question here. That's how you use it. <laughs> yeah. How What's does it, it doing? how does it function? What's the technology behind it? X-rays, you know, electromagnetism or something. Uh, and it's like, well, it it works. <laughs> so, um, and you know, I, that, that's fine, I guess, because no, you know, not everybody understands technology. I did look up the reviews later on Amazon, and people seem to think these devices are quite accurate. So, 
you know. I, the, I, how, how do you feel like being 54? 50, 53 years old. I, I don't up. feel 53. <laughs> I feel 25 or so. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and people tell me I look, you know, 25, 26, 27. So, 15. I'm not. Yeah. That, that, after I shave that beard off, yeah. That's, they tell me that too. Well, <laughs> I mean, it was interesting. You told me. Like last night we're having a chat and you said, you know, you, you quickly rent, went through like the uh, like the, the cost commission structures and that of the products and yeah. like from yeah. the business side and then you say you'd sell, mention the, the products and got like, they're, they're not the best products. Yeah, yeah. And it's all, I told it's all about, I just said a, a couple of sentences about Herbalife over Facebook and she started getting like really anxious about it and she's like, no, don't do that it's just just uh, and i was like well d- tell me why give me the evidence here and yeah. and uh she was kind of too wrapped up emotionally to give me to give me the basis of her understanding or the basis of her emotional reaction she was like just believe me trust me it was <laughs> it's not good um and I was like, well, I'm not going to believe you. Just, just tell me to believe you. You need to give me a little more than that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I, did, I started doing the research. And you look at these in- ingredients list of these shanks and they have things. I mean, they, they have good things in them. They have vitamins and minerals. Um, but then they also have like canola oil, which w- when you're paying like $50, $60 for a tub of this stuff, you don't expect canola oil. You expect olive oil, coconut oil, uh, I don't know, hazelnut oil, just even peanut oil. That wouldn't be so bad. But canola oil, no. That's like that's the bottom of the barrel. Yeah, that's, that's like your, your Nescafe, creamy and um, milk and, I don't know, you know the one you, the powdered latte, yeah, the, fake the, latte Nescafe. Yeah, the powdered creamer or whatever it is. They, they all have canola oil. Right, and I think that's part of the reason they they put this they put oils in there is to 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 cream up the the water. Uh, and then what else? Sucralose, sucralose, uh, commercially known as Splendor, uh, it's an artificial sweetener. It's like glucose with a couple of uh, chlorine um, chloride, I should say, added to it. Have you noticed here in Mexico, Splendor is asked for. People look for it because it's the healthy option mm-hmm. as opposed to loading up with sugar. Um, uh, I don't know. Well, I mean, I just, just from selling coffee, people ask me for Splendor. Do you give and it to them? I, them? I cringe and I'm like, no, I have, you know, and I, I give them this natural, you know, brown sugar. But, yeah. you know, but I tell them, you know, kind of, it's kind of defeating the purpose of the whole coffee. You're not supposed to really drink it with sugar, but... Mm. Um, but there's even uh, granola. I've seen granola with you know with Splenda. Yeah. There's like cereals that have Splenda printed on the front, like yeah. you know, thumbs up. It's, this it is tastes, a, it tastes like plastic, man. It's, but it's the healthy option. Uh, I, just, I don't know. It's probably not as bad as aspartame. I don't. I don't I'm not too deep with it, but I, no, I, I don't think it's great. It's, it's not good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. And then initially, I had I had asked him, "What's why is it sweet? Is it fructose? It does have fructose in it, so that's that's not so bad." Uh, but it has sucralose as well, and it has MSG. Uh, 
uh, in the form, like it says it in the in in the words, um, lecithin de de soya or soy lecithin, uh, and that's not good. That's like when you want to make rats fat in a scientific experiment, you pump them up with MSG, and you know it makes things taste better. It's all right. If probably okay if you have it, you know, like once a week or something. Um, but if you if you're drinking it every day for breakfast, which is what they expect, I don't think that's a good idea. <laughs> that's mm. yeah. That's I'm feeling queasy just thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. The, the same people are trying to get healthy. Mm. Yeah, you know, exactly, and they're pumping you up with with MSG, and yeah. So after I I realized that, and I you know it clicked with me about. Bill Ackman bending against his company. Then there's a whole bunch of other weird shit that went on. Like the the, the guy that started the company seems to be a, a sort of huckster or he's got some personal problems. He lied about um, the, or the, 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 his claim was that uh, he, the reason he started uh, Herbalife was because he had... Mm, his mother died from prescription drugs and he was like, I'm on a campaign for health. Um, and tragically, ironically, he died at about 44 years of age from prescription drugs and mixed it, mixed uh, antidepressants with alcohol and there was a bad reaction. Um, Very rarely a good reaction. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, some antidepressants have all kinds of side effects and, and this is one of the more extreme ones. Yeah. So, so the, you know, that's circumstantial. That doesn't necessarily make the products bad. But I went in there today and I, and I said, well, I've got some questions about the, these ingredients. I don't want to drink your shake today. Let's, let's have a look. Let's drill down. And the guy, um, the, the first guy, Martin, he he said, "Well, I don't I don't know too much about that. I've got to, he said I've got to go for an emergency, but um, my mentor will help you out, or my trainer, or whatever you call it. Uh, and this guy as well, he was like, nah, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know about ingredients. Um, and he started giving me uh, a sort of argument by authority. He's like, well, look at look at the faces of these scientists and doctors, and these yeah. are all the people behind it." You know they work hard, and and I was like, ah, 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 okay. You know that's 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 some kind of argument by authority, but you know the facts are I can see right here written on the packet that this stuff, that this has MSG, sucralose, and and um, other stuff in it. Uh, so they're just dudes, man. Like I said, they they got no they got no idea. Yeah, that's right, and the, that's a whole. It's really kind of a weird thing about it because they're doing this health business, but they don't really know what's in it. They don't. They don't really study that much about what what is good and what is healthy for you. Yeah, uh, it, it it's kind of freaky. But I mean, the best evidence he he could offer me was a- anecdotal evidence, which was like he said, "I've been taking this twenty five years, and I feel really good." And it's it you know works well for me. My family does as well, and yeah, and uh, you know that's that's something. 
it's it's more than nothing <laughs> but it's not very convincing when i got this ingredients list staring me in the face yeah uh, but then yeah we're not nutritionists either yeah but like that's just yeah. that's just you don't have to research very hard to to get like a, a short list top five mm. chemical substances to avoid in in food yeah, yeah. um and i mean obviously these these people that that are looking at it from like a you know financial business or a, yeah. an employment, they haven't had the time to look at it, or yeah. they haven't had the, the the need to to look at it. Mm. Why, yeah. why would they when they're like you know company massaged into believing everything that the, the products are good for? Yeah, yeah. Like who would question it? It's like you know classic McDonald's training. <laughs> McDonald's is great, wonderful <laughs> yeah. company. Yeah, yeah, exactly. When you get your when you get your training from McDonald's or Coca-Cola, they're not going to tell you, hey, you know, this is actually not so great for people. Or, you know, when you uh, apparently Apple is the worst for it, I've heard. When you work for an Apple store, they just pump you full of this these ideas like Apple, 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 Apple is the best. You know, the, the, the others just don't compare. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's it's perfect um, corporate culture. Mm. Like it's it's what's necessary, you know, for a sales team. To some extent, I I think I think um, a good salesman actually knows the flaws in his products, and and he can be honest and say, in some situations, yeah, I I see your situation, and actually, this product is not right for you. Yeah, yeah, uh, uh, but you know. I guess those salesmen are pretty rare. <laughs> I think they died out. <laughs> well, people just don't have the free time anymore. Mm. I think that, that that free time is what you know you where you got to choose. You know where you who you worked for, mm. where you work, and what products you're going to choose. And for you know for your own have your own moral grounds and why you believe in that product. That mm. that doesn't exist mm. in this world of of uh, scarcity. Yeah. Yeah. Press like on YouTube, press like on Facebook, subscribe on YouTube, iTunes, and Pocket Casts. Follow us on Twitter at BattleAZ and Trouble Bubble and show your support at donate.theparadiseparadox.com. So the, these guys, are they're doing their job. Yeah, yeah, they're looking for another way to make money. They're looking to, to sometimes to, um, to continue their own business and sometimes to start their own business. They don't want to work for for a boss because we all know how soul destroying that can be when you when you have a boss and he he has his power over you and and uh, he you know some cases manipulates you some cases takes advantage of his position that's you know that happens a lot <laughs> yeah the, the psychological game of uh, we're looking for somebody mm. could be you mm. promotion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just dragging that carrot out in front of psychological games, man. It's, yeah, yeah, they definitely do that. Yeah, but uh, Herbalife, it's it's a network marketing company. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's how they sell their products. Yeah, uh, so so yeah. I mean, we, I had a look at the commission structure. And the guy explained it to me. It's like when when you sign up as a distributor. You start getting a twenty-five percent discount off their products, but okay, but the their products are very expensive to begin with. So, <laughs> so okay, so you start to get it at kind of a decent price. Then, um, say if you have five people under you, you start getting a thirty-five percent com- uh, a discount rather on on the products. Um, but if if the people under you 
are at 25%, then that means you get an, an extra 10%. You collect 10% of, of what they're buying or selling. Um, and then, yeah, it continues into, until it gets like all the way up to 50%. And when it gets to 50% um, and one of, one of your recruits is at 50%, then you start getting 5% of everything that they sell that's, that's in their entire... Um, their recruits and their recruits recruits all of their downline so i mean it's it seems pretty good obviously on i mean it seems like a, a pyramid scheme and it is in in some sense um but one of the key reasons a pyramid scheme doesn't work like you know if i send you a letter that says send this to five people and you know send me a dollar and then send this letter to, to five people and ask them to send you a doll. One of the reasons that doesn't work, one of the reason, the key reasons it's not sustainable is because there's no product behind it. You're not actually selling anything. You're just uh, throwing money around and pretending like it, like it's like doing you good. Yeah. King of the castle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's, you, you grab anyone and you, talk, you say network marketing. Mm. You're pretty much guaranteed the response. Like I think mm-hmm. it's it's pretty saturated. Most people know what network marketing company is, and I say nearly everyone would have had to have been hit up for a network marketing company at some mm-hmm. point. Um, and you know, most likely they're going to cringe or drop their things and run away from you. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's not it's not a it's been developed into not such a positive term. Yeah, yeah, and it, which is sad because. It's like there's a lot of success stories. It's um, the, the type of business. I think the, the idea is in the right place. Mm. You know, get a group of people, start distributing good product. Uh, for that, you get financial benefits to continue doing that, you know, and to separate your life from, from your, you know, your classic Monday to Friday job, you know, style life. Mm. You can free your time up and, you know, start moving products that you enjoy consuming and that are good, maybe, maybe not in this last case. But uh, I, I like the idea of network marketing companies. I just haven't had the best experience. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, the the first thing is about the the price of the products. Like, uh, do people really want to pay you know twenty twenty dollars for dishwashing fluid, or you know for fifty dollars here in in Mexico for uh, for for something that's going to give you ten or twenty breakfasts? Um, which in, you know, I assume Herbalife probably charges more in Australia. Or in, in Colombia, uh, I remember my friend was thinking about signing up for Amway and they were um, charging like 40,000, 60,000 pesos, like twenty thirty dollars for, for a, a bottle of dishwashing detergent. Who, who is going to, who is going to outlay that much? Um, when they're you know when they're earning about three hundred dollars or six hundred thousand pesos a month, it's it's not um, you know if you would have to go to the to the people who are already making money, I guess, and that, that's yeah maybe it's a possibility, but it does make it more difficult. It's a different sell because you got mm. a you got a minority market. Mm. Um, I've had experience with with Mway. That was the yeah. that's that's the first and only. Network market, marketing company that I've I've attempted. Yeah. Um, I think I only did a couple presentations. Mm. Um, I, I just I was just too busy at the time, and I guess I didn't I didn't have the right um, mentor 
that was, you know, giving me the little nudge along to, to get the business going. Mm. And mm. I, I mean, I think I, I did, you know, you buy the initial starter pack, which I can't remember how much it was, and you get this box it's full like of products. $300, I think. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was easy over 200 and I was like, but, it, but it's an investment because you're going to start your business and you get all these products that you're going to use anyway. Like you can justify to yourself um, going through it and, and buying it. But then it's the, it's the process in actually pushing the business mm. to, to the next stage. And, you know, you do need to have the right motivation, you know, and the, mm. right, the right line, the right mentor. Um, but no regrets at all. <laughs> no, yeah. no yeah. regrets. Yeah, well, I was a I was a member of that particular organization as well for a while, and yeah, it's it's cool because they you know they provide you the the training if you if especially if you have the right mentor in the organization, then they will look after you and they'll they'll tell you you know this this is what you have to do or you know let's let's work on a step by step plan or something like that. They'll guide you through it. Um, and they provide you these CDs and books, so you're always trying to fill your mind with these positive ideas. And um, maybe you know they, they promote books like, like uh, uh, say, the the richest man in in Babylon. That's a that's kind of a cool book, and mm-hmm. it just talks about saving ten percent of your income every paycheck, and then when when you have a, an amount, you start investing it. And so it's just talking about. Uh, just a, a basic way to to start looking for other ways to make money to to create wealth rather than just working at a at a job for your entire life, uh, which most people do, you know, rather carelessly, I suppose. Yeah, or unconsciously, because that's yeah. that's a way that's a way program to do. Yeah, the yeah. the magic of thinking big is, I think, one of the first yeah. ones that came to me. Um, but there was there was a book there was a book or two every month, mm. and and the CDs which. Which I guess was kind of like the first podcast because you know you're listening to people. Mm. There's, a, there's a whole range of of uh, topics like just yep. success stories, or there's also you know ways of trying to to change the way you think, or just just sharing yep. ideas was was helpful. Yeah. So yeah. I think that I'm not sure if that was included or not, but I know I signed up to it. So it's not yeah, it's not part of Amway proper, but it's not it's part of these ancillary organizations like um, it was with. IDA, I think it was called. Rings a bell. Inter- Interactive Digital Alliances, which is like a supremely stupid name. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but the you know the the products, the these uh, audios and and books that they were providing were, were pretty good, and and uh, yeah, some of them. Um, yeah, there was another one. I can't remember the name. Anyway, um, they they were trying to influence your mind and, and build this this business owner type mentality within you and show you that you know it's not just about working at your job even if you own three hundred thousand dollars a year a million dollars a year maybe you have to come into work every day and if you don't come into work your business collapses um and that's a completely diff- that's a like a paradigm shift from from that model to the model where you're earning passive income yeah, these it was those ideas that are like mm. these little chemical changes in the way that your brain structured, mm. because then you just see the world differently. It's like you know, there's there's other there's other ways of, of making your way. Mm. In the last, well, let's say six months, 
I've been hit up with at least four network marketing companies right. with the with the mindset that I'd probably never do it. I never do it ever again. Mm. Like you know, I I wouldn't do it. A network marketing company. Mm. Um, or I wouldn't sign up. I wouldn't be involved. But coming across four different pitches, um, it, it's, it has opened my my eyes to the the, the core idea again of what they're trying to achieve. Mm. And you know, I guess I am open to, and I probably will. And, you know, I guess we were talking earlier, you know, would we recommend network marketing companies? And the, the key is, yes, I would on the basis that you understand the education and you're getting, you know, you've got a right support team behind you. But mm. these last four that I've been introduced to, none of them have, like they have YouTube and they have videos with this, you know, company produced, but uh-huh. none of them are really like an education channel. Ah, okay. I think that's, okay. what's, that's what's lacking in these, in these newer ones. Yeah, but then some of them have been around for 20, 30 years. I've never heard of them before. <laughs> it's so. I mean, I, I guess there's, there's pretty a lot of room to grow, mm. especially here in Mexico. Like in Australia, I never really heard too much about these network marketing companies. But here, like you, you mentioned, Herbalife. I know Mway is around here a little bit. Um, I was hit up with with Fusion, which looks promising. Mm. They've all got slightly different commission structures. Yeah, they're all set yeah. up a little bit different. Um, but then they, you know, there's all there's always people. That are well developed and at the top that are that are doing well, that that are earning good money, um, forever living, I think, I think looks promising. Mainly because the products look good. I have to mm. do more research, and there's also Isogenics, mm. which uh, I've got a few friends that are that are looking or that are involved in that, um, and they tell me the products are good. But then again, I need to look at the products. Mm. Mm. But yeah. it's the entry. It's like, you know, I'm not willing to pay another 300 bucks to join up. Yeah, or, well, Herbalife only had like 650 pesos to join. So, like 50 bucks. Yeah. And, and you get a starter kit, which, yeah, it's, a, it's you know, it's it's not a really high level to entry there. Just starting your own business. Not, not that I want to start with Herbalife because <laughs> well, <laughs> now it, everything's been revealed to me. How <laughs> Was there any products that were... That were good? Uh, they had um, concentrated aloe. Uh, that seemed decent. Yeah. Yeah. The the tea, I think, had too much caffeine because after I, after I drank it, like half an hour later, I had to go to the toilet and it's just like psh, like a waterfall, uh, you know, almost clear urine. So <laughs> No, well, you got you to keep your water up. Get rid of all that MSG. <laughs> I guess so. I guess so. Uh, I ha- I read one review that described this this uh, system as basically reducing you to the point of starvation, and and then um, of course you start to lose weight, and then if you stop taking the products, then within a week or two you'll gain weight because you're no longer starving. And then you'll be like, oh, I need to get back on Herbalife. Um, that's that, that's what's really, you know, keeping me healthy here. Um, it's a but sneaky it's, little trick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so um, the, the thing is being here in Mexico as well, it's mm-hmm. not that easy to eat well. Uh, okay. It's, I, I think you mean it's, it's very easy to eat badly. Okay, that's, that's it. <laughs> I mean, yeah. like you said, beautiful neighborhood tacos, uh, grilled everything on every yeah. corner, yeah. and you know it's all it's all pretty cheap. Yeah. Um, you know, if I guess the other side is go to the market, go mm. buy fresh vegetables and and fruit, which is quite also easy to do, but with mm. planning and then preparation. Yeah. 
Yeah. And then yeah. there's a time component. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, they sell these antojitos, these little cravings in the street, the tacos and, 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 and stuff. They're not, they're not so bad for you. I mean, okay, well, well let's see. Not I mean, you... there's a lot of grease. Uh, but you Twice have a day? like corn and, and beans. Yep. And that, you know, that's a complete protein. That's a good start. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you if you ordered a, a lonche, which is like mm. a, a longer like a baguette with with beans, rice, and cheese, mm. then you know, and it's all it's all natural stuff. So it's probably not so bad. Yeah, the the, the bread might yeah. be depending on I don't know. I mean, what type of bread? Mm. Mm. Um, but even then, it's like it's empty carbs anyway. But I mean, the point is, it is easy to eat bad. Like it is so easy to eat bad, and you know, you're not. I mean, okay, here we are looking for the the, the least of you know the the devils out there. But how easy is it just to go eat like a? I don't know what's probably the worst thing. It's like deep grilled. Uh, I guess pretty any of you like chorizo or tacos. Pretty pretty. I mean, yeah. but then you got to eat excess, and the thing is, people do. That's like every day. That's the problem. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and when I, I see people going to the market and they drink Coca Cola with breakfast, I'm like, no, that's the <laughs> like. I have to wonder if they drink it every day, you well, know? Because I, I uh, this is kind of me being stingy because <laughs> normally when I go to a restaurant or, or you know just a, a stall, they'll ask me, ah, do you want to do you want to drink? And I'll yeah. say no because I know <laughs> that's where they make their money. Um, so the drink will, you know, you'll get uh, like down here they have a, a, a store where um, tacos dorados are four pesos each. Like, good, like that's 30, a good price. 30 cents each for, for tacos dorados and, you know, with cheese in them or, or chili strips, um, beans or potatoes. And yeah, delicious. Um, nice, nice and cheap and, and, not so great for you. Fried in probably canola oil or some terrible vegetable oil, but <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not. It's not the good stuff. Yeah. And it's been there yeah. all week. So <laughs> yeah, but you you know you get five, and that's that's you know less than two dollars. And then they ask you for a drink, and the drink will be like sixteen or twenty pesos. So <laughs> so I'm like, no, 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 buying that Coca Cola, no. Yeah. Um, but also, I just don't. I don't really like soft drink. <laughs> See that that's the problem too, and you you saying like let's say fifteen pesos for a soft drink, mm. which is like what a dollar ten, yeah. or a dollar. Yeah. Um, that's usually cheaper than buying like a fresh juice. Mm. Yeah, yeah, and it's cold and it's there and it's easy. Mm. Like that's that's the that's the killer, and people don't people don't care. Mm. Like is they you know they, they just want to have like a good nice coke <laughs> with their with their tacos dorados. Yeah, yeah. Do you know? Do you know what's in Hugo Verde green juice? Do you know what's in it? Um, it's kind of a mystery to me. Yeah, well, it's just a, you you don't know what you're going to get, <laughs> right? Because sometimes they're uh, grapefruit based, or sometimes just it's mainly orange juice. Yeah, like yeah. You, you know, it really depends on uh, on where you go. You need to find like because the recipe changes. Yeah, it's just yeah. it's just green juice. Because. Yeah, the other day I had one uh, at the market, and it was it, it was good. I could tell I, it wasn't too sweet, so I knew it was it was probably good for me, like yeah. you know, like spinach juice. But it, it, it had I could tell it had parsley in it, maybe possibly cilantro as well. Yeah, um, and 
celery, I think. I think that was probably in there. But then yesterday I had one from the from around the corner and yeah, I could tell it was like half at least half orange juice. Yeah. Um not so great. <laughs> I, I got sick of ordering it because I end up just keeping I just get orange juice with a bit of green on top and it's like, you know, <laughs> that's not what I want. Well, I guess you have to you, you need to know beforehand. Yeah, you need to ask them what's in what are you gonna put in that? <laughs> yeah, but the safe bet's just picking like um, a beetroot apple, a, a beetroot carrot, or uh, or you know just telling them what you want rather than you know getting yeah. one that's already made up. Yeah, and it's like yeah, yeah. I want I want half beetroot, I want you know quarter orange, and then yeah something else. I don't know whatever. Yeah, but at least then you get what you're after. Yeah, yeah. Depends on the place because in, in the small places sometimes they'll have like two or three ingredients. Like it's just like grapefruit, orange. Um, maybe sugar cane or carrot, and it, it's okay, but it's not. <laughs> it's no, not the I, best choices. For I'll juice. tell you a funny story. This is actually when I was in Playa del Carmen, and mm. I was I was really like, it's super hot. I'm drinking like I'm drinking all day. Like you're carrying your 1.5 liter bottle of water mm. with you because you it's you're constantly drinking, mm. and you know we're I'm catching a bus. I can't remember where to, and I'm at the bus stop, and I'm like, oh, I'm super thirsty. I need to get something to drink. Mm. And I saw this little old lady there and she got like pineapple juice. So I was like, okay, all right, cool. You know, I could go with the pineapple juice. Sure. Like 20 pesos or something for like a liter pineapple juice. And it was like, it was too late. I, I'm watching her making it up and it was like half it was ice. Uh, the, the other half was sugar. Uh, just, just white sugar just like sifting that sugar over the ice. Pineapple juice. Why? And, and, then, and, then she, and then she cut like two slices of pineapple. It might have been, you know, nearly an inch thick. You know, okay. you know, cut the, the, the skin off there and just chucked it all in the blender and off it went. And I thought, I, you know, I'm thirsty. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drink it like it's, I need to go. Um, so I, I drank it. It's like, I'm on holidays, you know, a little sugar. I didn't, I didn't do this. It's like a little, <laughs> a little treat. And anyway, it, it gave me, I'll tell you now, it gave me a big headache. Like a couple hours later, I was a headache. It was, I didn't, yeah, I didn't really eat sugar. Yeah, I was wrecked. Yeah. I was wrecked. But, um. But it tasted really good. Like the lady <laughs> must sell these all the time, and she knows the recipe. Yeah. But it destroyed me. Like you know, never again. I just like I just run away. <laughs> but you got you to be careful when you order your juice. <laughs> Network marketing companies. Network marketing. Yeah. I. I am for it, but then you need to think about it. You need to think it through. <laughs> right. You know, we said that. The education system's good, but not all of them have education systems. Yeah, it's like yeah. It's that. that's not like the primary thing thing that you need because it's it's not like it's, it's not like starting a business is is the easiest thing in the world to do. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So you need you need some support behind your education and and uh, support of the team. Good crew. people looking after you and checking up on you and yeah, telling you the the steps. Yeah. But then also you want to make sure that you have a good product mm. or there's a good extensive product line because, you know, some of them are very narrow. Mm. Like, for example, Fusion, they've got, you know, I think here in Mexico, maybe eight, eight different types of, of, of nutritional drink because mm. they're, they're like these little satchels that you have, like a powdered satchel, you mix it with water. Um, they're like a vitamin hit, mm. essentially. Mm. Uh, for what I gathered, they, they looked good. But it's like, who am I going to sell these to? It's a, it's a very limited product line. Uh, so you, you got to make sure your product's good. Something, something's not going to cost you to 
something you're going to enjoy, something you're going to use anyway. Yeah. And then uh, and the next thing is the, the price. As you said, the Herbalife, is it overpriced? Uh, yeah, I would say yes, it's overpriced. I mean, for like, like I said, with the, when you're getting something that has canola oil in it, like uh, <laughs> anything you know you don't pay like fifty dollars for, for a bottle of canola oil. canola oil to put it in perspective i mean it costs like 12, 12 pesos or a liter or something like that yeah it's diesel man <laughs> you put that shit in your car <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah that's uh, that's the, the the level of quality that you you get from canola uh <laughs> so so if they're gonna be putting this shit this yeah this Real shit. It's rubbish. Into a product. Yeah. A, you can't charge $50. You can't charge 600 pesos, 400, 600 pesos for that. No. Yeah. yeah. Well, so even like Forever Living, hmm. which I look at their products and try and some, some of the samples that I've received. Yeah. Um, it seems like they're really good products. Hmm. Like, you know, the, the brand really is stuck with, you know, the, the best. In the products, that, I mean, I, I have trouble saying that because I haven't tried this. Like, it's a massive like it's mm. it's a huge product line, but for example, right. a couple of soaps and you know the aftershave that um, that I received as a as a wedding gift that mm. was like it seemed like good stuff and all the ingredients were were in check. Right. Um, and they have they have non fluoride toothpaste, which is not that easy to find here in Mexico. Mm. Mm. But then it's going to cost you as a non member 125 pesos. Yeah, I think I think there's a guy in the expiatorium that'll sell it to you for like 40 or something. Not not the same product, but no, but so your non fluoride toothpaste, he probably so, makes it himself. It's like artisanal toothpaste. Well, some people just use coconut oil as toothpaste. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But see, this so that that's a thing. You know, you're paying double the price for a product that you can probably get anyway. Um, but then it has to be is it is it worth double the price? Because you know the whole idea of starting a network marketing adventure is because you know firstly. Well, you're trying to build a business. Mm. Man, that's essentially it. Yeah. Otherwise, you're paying too much for the products in most cases. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's a, like the thing when you're looking for a network marketing company, of course, you want to, you want to consider the price of the product. And I, I remember reading an article that said, you know, this is the most important thing. You want a, a product that's not overpriced. But I haven't yet seen a network marketing company, a multi-level marketing company that that sells anything that seems to be a reasonable price. They'll mm. sell you these health health products that are like three, four times the price you'd expect to get in a store. Um, Amway had like like those protein bars, um, and looking back now, I don't th- I don't think they were particularly healthy. They had artificial sweetener and. Uh, I don't know what it was, maltose or maltodextrin. No, I don't, I don't remember. But it was, it wasn't it wasn't that that great. If you got this thing filled with artificial sweetener and it kind of tastes like dirt, uh, <laughs> but you get through it because it's full of protein and you think it's good, then you're fighting for the rest of the day. Uh, <laughs> Scotty's on fire. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's. I mean, I, I try those bars too, and you know, they they look healthy because they present them as a healthy option. But I, mm. I, I got, at that time, I wasn't aware of what I was eating, so yeah. I was just like, "Hey, health bar, I'm all about it." Yeah, yeah. Give that a go. Yeah. So I, yeah, I'm, I'm not too sure, but I mean, maybe there are products that you would be willing to pay for a little bit more for, because yeah, well, a little bit more is okay, but you know, uh, 
but paying like th- two, three, four times as much. That's a, well. Like, this is the how thing. How can it be? How good can it be? You, you need to <laughs> you need to earn your uh, your price. Yeah. Like uh, using the the forever living example. Once you spend more than six thousand pesos within two month within a two month period, mm. and and that that could be down your line as well. You know, yeah. so so once you know once your business is has bought six thousand pesos, which is is quite a big outlay in in Mexico for over two months. Mm. You can do it, but you're uh, you're, you're buying six month worth of shampoo, soaps, uh, toothpaste. I, I haven't done the math. I'm, I'm about to to go through and do that, but that's what I'm that's what I'm looking at. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so to buy my six thousand worth, and then I get a forty three percent discount mm. on everything else I buy after that. Mm. So it's like you know you need to make that that first hit, right. and and then you get the then you get the ongoing discount. Okay, so okay. I guess the toothpaste drops down to like sixty. Let's say half price, sixty five pesos, mm. um, which is kind of. In line with, I'm going to pay a little bit more than the guy that's selling it for fifty mm. in the markets, but but you know you're getting a good quality product because the products are of, of what I can gather of quality. Mm. Mm. Um, but so so I guess I mean, most well some of these network marketing companies have that that level structure where you have to commit to a certain buy. They almost hire that as like a, as like a membership. Like you know we're not we don't charge you membership, but you do need to consume. Mm. You do need to try. You know, you're going to try these products anyway, right? Mm-hmm. You need to like spend 6,000 pesos, mm-hmm. which is only like 500 bucks. But still, 500 bucks for like a membership just to get started, I guess that's, that's normal. I guess that, that seems... In Mexico, that's a lot of money. In Mexico, it's a good chunk, yeah. <laughs> but I guess, you know, Australia, you US... Know, how, like how many weeks of groceries at a market I can buy for 6,000 pesos? See, I could probably live for a year on 6,000 oh, pesos yeah. no, in terms of food. <laughs> um, so, just looking at my house three times, that's 30 weeks. That's yeah. 30 weeks of, of fruit and vegetables. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that, that's a lot. That's like a fridge full of fruit and vegetables. For, yeah, yeah. For like six months. Okay. I guess it seems like a little bit of an outlay then, doesn't it? <laughs> but you're starting a business, so you need to keep that's that in true. consideration. Yeah. I mean, it's still probably cheaper than, say, set, setting up a stall, buy, buying the chairs, or something like that, where you're setting up a restaurant or a print shop, where you're buying a printing press or anything yeah so it's it's still quite a low barrier to entry there compared to to other businesses so you know maybe that can work in your favor uh the sell they use is that these products what you're not going to use you can sell at mm. retail price Mm. but i mean who's going to buy something double the price yeah like you you do really need to consume it but yeah you need to really sell sell people hard on that and yeah, uh, and this is a, a thing. Like when I was when I was with Amway, people kept telling me, "Oh, well, you don't, you know, you don't need to sell products so much. You just just recruit people and get them uh, buying stuff every every month, and and that's how it's going to work." But on the Amway website, it explicitly says, "If people tell you that you don't need to sell things to make money with Amway, then they just don't understand the Amway model." So I'm like, okay, I'm getting. Some obviously conflicting information here. Um, what, what kind of person do you have to be to sell a product that you wouldn't use yourself? Mm. Like it's oh, it, well, it it, it depends. It depends. Like if, if it's if you're not using it because because you don't like the quality of it, 
then that that's one thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in another context, you could like sell women's clothes. You could be Mark Jacobs or something. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That, that's, that's an extreme point. But I mean, yeah. I'm looking at it from like the the possibility of going into one of these companies and mm. selling the products. Mm. You, you have to consume the product. So the commission structure doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like even like maybe I think the minimum is like 2000 a month that you need to be bringing through the front door of your business as in you buying, maybe you can be offloading it to certain people and selling it or giving it away or whatever, but it's still like a thousand pesos a month. Um, with a household, you can pretty get away with it. Mm. Like I'm thinking me as an individual, I could never do it. Mm. But uh, myself and Joanna, maybe you know, maybe we can spend a thousand pesos on, on products without, without pushing it to make myself fit into the model. But it was only a month ago that I thought, man, this is this is brilliant, this business model. It's like I just buy, forget about the money. I just buy everything that I use and need as part of one of these companies mm. and they're going to give me a certain pointage. I find a couple other people that are going to do the same thing, just forgetting about the money and just buying all the products yep. and just, just do it that way. Then, um, you know, you're looking at a completely different way to live and you're not looking at the, the economics of your household situation. But if you can do that and have people not look at that and think about this is a way to buy your time back, you know, mm. you're, really, you're investing in products that you personally need and are going to use anyway, um, you're paying extra because you're buying your time back. Mm. But, but that's, that's a lot of legwork. I mean, that, that's, that's full commitment to the, to the model, to the brand, to the products, and to shoving it down the throat of every single person you can come across. <laughs> It's like it's like Mway. They they told me make a list of all your friends, make yeah. a list of everyone that you know, make a, and then start just start doing your presentations one by one. Yeah, yeah. You know, go with your family first. They're going to be a little more tolerant to your you know to your scratchy pitch, <laughs> uh, and then you know once you do that fifteen times, you be professional. <laughs> I, I I never did it. I never got around to doing it. Oh, I think I did like fifteen or twenty presentations for Mway. Uh, this this is another weird thing. I remember that they they were like, um, you have to do it the way we tell you. Like this is the right way. We're gonna do things right. And that, but then uh, after a while of being involved, there, there was like this change where they were like, oh, we're gonna do it a different way. Uh, where you, we come into a, a cafe and we sit down and we sh- we show people the, these these things and ask them what's important to them. And I was like. Shh. Well, I'm going to background and say, I was like, I could have thought of that, but you were telling me all the time that I couldn't, I couldn't innovate. Why? Why? It's like... The <laughs> was that coming from the company or your team? From my, t- from my team, yeah. Okay. Yeah, not from Amway itself. That is, that is sound square. <laughs> like if- yeah, yeah. But it's like, yeah, I kind of see where they're coming from because it's like, yeah, we have a system that works, so let's keep doing it that way. But then when someone... When someone higher up says, "Let's well, I've got a different way that that works even better," uh, then we can use that. But if I if I said, "Well, I've got a way," <laughs> I know several things that we could do to improve the process. They'd be like, "Ah, oh, just do it, <laughs> just do it the way we say." Um, so that's you know, I guess that's the kind of way it goes in a lot of companies. It sounds a little demoralizing. Especially if you know you're, you're fresh and keen, you want mm. to get out there, and you just come across this brilliant new model of business. Yeah, yeah. And then you get shot down and told yeah. to conform. Yeah, yeah. 
so yeah that's kind of the boring thing about it um yeah so of course you want to you want to consider the price of the products the quality of the products how how you can use them in your life if you have to change your lifestyle significantly to match a a a network marketing company i mean if if the product is so good that it makes you want to change your lifestyle that's one thing but if you're changing your lifestyle to to fit these these products in and consume these products then maybe you don't really want you're just using it to to like live the dream uh it's probably not such a good way to go you'll probably end up spending more money and yeah that, that's that's true yeah. some of them pose challenges though like yeah, like some of the, the sporting the sporting companies um i know forever living has um like you know like a one month two month trial of different juices and mm. and like stomach cleanses and all that like uh, yeah. isogenics you got a lot of sport challenges yeah. you know they they basically you know take the two month challenge you know change your body create mm. a new life for yourself a new lifestyle um i mean if you're if you're taking it for like a diet change point of view then um then you really want to see results, don't you? Otherwise, mm. you're not going to stick with the company. Mm. And then I guess it, that kind of adds another level to the network marketing. When when you see a friend that has lost a lot of weight and they ask you, know, how do you do it? Well, let's have a coffee. Let's sit down. <laughs> let, yeah. me, let me tell you all about it. <laughs> and uh, and then that, that becomes your sell. Yeah. So that's, that's kind of pretty an added value to you know to, to that line of isogenics uh challenges and sporting products i think a lot of like uh, protein shakes a lot of products i think i probably could use anyway um but then i haven't i haven't checked the ingredients i only know that you know from a few friends that are in that um they they tell me that the products are good mm. and you know i trust their their point of view but of mm. course you got to do your own legwork do your own homework just to be just to be safe otherwise you know here i am injecting canola oil Know what you want to do? <laughs> Inject canola oil the American way. I saw Damn a guy. Way. I saw a guy doing that, man. Like, like he literally was. Did you hear about the girl? There was a girl in I don't know. She was Chinese or Japanese, a model um, that was uh, injected into her face after a plastic surgeon said that he wouldn't operate on her anymore. Like you know, she got addicted to mm. operations. All oh, right, and then yeah, you know, I heard it, something about that. It, it just got to the point that her face just like just yeah, it got completely swole up and just fell. Kind of nothing about it now. And I think she was like the fundraising to cut her face off or something. I, I don't know fundraising, but <laughs> okay, okay. Gotta, well, gotta, I, get, I, help I guess I have to have a little. Pity for somebody in that situation, but uh, oh, on the it? other hand, you're like, "Wow, you dug your own hole there." But <laughs> it's like anyone with an addiction, you know what yeah. I mean? It's like it's it's yeah. hard to it's hard to judge. Not that we should be judging. Like it's hard to put yourself in that situation. Yeah, yeah. But the the other That's dude true. was like in Argentina, and he was injecting into his muscles. I, I got no idea what that does, but his muscles like he looked like Popeye, but mm. it, it looked wrong. Like he just had these like bulges all over him. It wasn't in any you know particular. It was, it was almost like he got an action figure and then just like, yeah, I need this one, that one, and started like injecting it into himself. So he had these basketballs <laughs> on his body. I'm picturing like those videos where you, you see where they uh, they overhydrate the, the chicken to make it look nicer and fuller to boost up the weight. and Exactly like that. Vitamins or something. Yeah. <laughs> what happens when you, when you cook it? It just 
Like the water just no, evaporates out of it. Maybe it gets a little more juicy. I, I don't know. I've, I've heard some people defend that practice. I don't, I don't know if it actually makes the, the product any better. <laughs> it makes it more expensive. You buy it by the kilo. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But that, yeah, there's some some technical justification for that, I think. Um, yeah, yeah. So network marketing, I guess, is a good way to, to start a first business and have a, have a crack at business or you know, go go all out and, and contact all your friends, start to change your mindset, think about different ways to make money. Um, I remember my one of my friends was also involved in Amway and he was saying that um, with his um, education system that they were providing, um, they were constantly saying Amway is just one income stream. It's just one way to make money and you can have so many, you know, you can you can get properties and and uh buy businesses buy banks or whatever <laughs> uh, when you get up there actually i i'm looking back on my mway days i mean mm. it was very the, the the seminars they have or the yeah. award ceremonies yeah. is good to be exposed to i think mm. it's it's sometimes you can get swept away in it in like you know all the the, the positive energy and the people excited about changing their life mm. but i remember one there was, a, there was a guy probably in his 60s that got up. I might have mentioned to you his speech because I think it did change my life. Mm. I think it was it was one of those speeches. American that we, guy? Uh, American guy? <laughs> I said the gherkin guy. <laughs> I remember you mentioned that to me years ago. I remember that guy with the gherkins. <laughs> he told a long-winded story about... about do, you, do you remember the story? I don't Farming gherkins, and he—he he was, yeah. He grew up in a farm, okay. somehow acquired a farm, and yeah. and uh, and and then one season he was like, "All right, let's not do onions and potatoes th- this uh, this this season. We're gonna we're gonna try something different." And he read a little article in in, in um, like Farmers Monthly. I, and, I remember now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and it was it was uh, t- you know telling about all the great things you can do with with gherkins and and how they're a great crop um but what the article didn't mention was that when people grow gherkins uh, like cucumbers they normally just grow a line not a whole field so so he grew the entire field of gherkins and uh he flooded like he flooded the market and he, he told this story like the um, he called up some grocer or supermarket or something and, and uh, he said, oh, I'd like to uh, sell some gherkins. And they're like, really? Well, how, how many do you have? And he's like, um, a few. <laughs> a few ton. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and he like, he crashed the, the price of gherkins. The price of gherkins went down from like a, you know, a dollar fifty a kilo went down to forty cents a kilo. <laughs> it, it might have been the same guy, all right. Um, but that, that wasn't the, the part of the story okay. that, I, okay. that I remembered. All right, all right. Because <laughs> I mean, we're talking like ten years ago, right? Like yeah. this is this is a yeah. good. This is almost like a past life. Mm. Uh, no, this this, is. this old dude. He he spoke about like he talked about. It was more like inspirational, motivational. You know, once we uh-huh. get to that that point, that that diamond level, I'm not sure where he's at. A lot of them use that term. Yeah. Um, and he's like, uh, yeah, you know, now that I got all this, he, he's a real cheesy guy. Now that mm. I got all this money and all this time, mm. I can't think of anything to do with it. I don't, I don't know what to do. Like they have these motivational speakers that they you know try and inspire you to create a vision. Mm. Mm. 
And he says, so I, I worked it out. Life yeah. is about getting bored. <laughs> Life's about finding something you enjoy doing and then doing it until you feel sick of doing it. Mm. So, you know, I, I went through and I, I bought flashy cars. I owned all these cars and now, now, I, don't, now I don't care for cars. Mm. I, I felt like I wanted to give my daughters horses. So I went out and bought mm. a farm and I had horses and, you know, I did all this stuff. Um, and he talked to he, he traveled and he traveled all these places. And like, well, yeah, that's, that's kind of cool. And I know that was a significant point in my, I guess, education mm. because I never, I never thought out life like that. Mm. I never thought mm. that, I, that I could choose to do something and that I would get bored of it. Mm. It was like, you know, I need to do all this work right now and I need to go study. I need to get this career so that I can buy, so I, so I can buy a house and get married and have kids and then I can retire mm. and then I might be able to do one thing that I like. Mm. I had that mentality. I, I feel yeah. sick thinking about it. But yeah. that was me up until that speech. And I was mm. like, wait a minute. This guy, this guy is old. This guy is fat. This guy, I could do this in half a time. I, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm clever. I'm smart. I, you know, I've got all this energy. Yeah. I can do this. <laughs> and then I signed up, damn way. <laughs> but that, that was the point. And I'm saying, you know, you find that point in you and you go, you know, you know what I mean? Like most of us are going to live to 70, 80, you know, most of us mm. or longer. Like, you know, I'm, I'm thinking, you know, I might even live to 200 these days now. Mm. Mm. Um, I've got a lot of time to do anything I want. Mm. So now I need to work out how am I going to get the, you know, the financial wheels rolling so that mm. I can enjoy myself in doing whatever I'm going to do so I can get bored of it so I can do something else. <laughs> Uh, and that, that was essentially the speech that, that broke my, my programming of, of work, more work, yeah, and then yeah. continuing that path. Well, I like sometimes I ask people questions like, what would you do if you, if you had so much money that then you didn't have to work anymore? And it, you can sometimes you see a quite a clear division sometimes it's a bit more blurry but there are certain people who will be like well i just continue working <laughs> and other people like I, w- I would go here and i would go here and 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 or they'll say well let me think about that i've never thought about that you know mm-hmm. and they, they all these ideas start start coming forth and you're like wow it's you know but their know, eyes glaze the- over like that you know that tipping point of of alcohol and I was like, now I'm crazy. <laughs> yeah, what, yeah. What have you done? And yeah, you you and I, I think we've been exposed to this type of thinking a lot because we get like working at, at Cobra and they're like, you know, live live the dream or what, you know, that type of uh, cult-like nonsense that they tell you. But it's, you know, there's, uh, there's truth to that. There's truth in these ideas of, about um, thinking about where you can go, what what you can do with your life, what what's the craziest thing that you can think of and, you know, write it down and let's let's come up with a plan. <laughs> make, make it happen. <laughs> yeah. Like there's, there's no limits anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that's... That is a uh, that's a cool thing, and that that can I guess that can come from network marketing. So cool. I, I guess that's. Uh, I'm, I'm guess just that's I'm just it. stuck because now now I'm daydreaming a little bit, uh, and I'm wondering. Okay, okay. Hey, um, did that? Did I win? <laughs> because I'm kind of doing pretty much whatever I want. Yeah. Already. Yeah. And now, yeah. but now I want more. It's like he always he always going to want want more. <laughs> 
And that's, yeah. that's a problem. I'm in this cage of these desires. <laughs> I articulated it very well last night in a comment. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's, it's like you get, you get stuck. But there's always, like, life will give you equal, equal challenges to whichever level you're at. Mm. So you you never have enough. So it's about it's about finding that that freedom in the day, mm. and then uh, being satisfied that you're doing what you're going to do. And you know it might be it might be work, but mm. enjoy what you do um, rather than you know rather than doing something you hate, waiting mm. for the next day. Like like this podcast. This is mm. what this is what we do. Mm. I feel like I've, I've, it wouldn't I wouldn't matter whether I had hundred million in the bank. Yeah, I still. Be over here, hanging yeah, out with be, Kurt. Yeah, talking and having an interesting networks. conversation. Yeah, yeah. Cool. All right. So that's winning. That's uh, that's the wrap up. Thanks, thanks for listening, guys. My name's Kurt Robinson, and my my Twitter is at Trouble Bubble. My name's Aaron Battle, and you can get me at or follow me at Battle Az. Yep. Cool. So head on over to Facebook. You press like on Facebook, search for The Paradise Paradox and hover over the like button. You press get notifications and get everything in your news feed so you know who we are. You know you're constantly reaffirmed with our sense of identity. And uh, head on to YouTube, press like, press subscribe on on YouTube. Uh, Head on to uh, iTunes and Pocket Cast and press subscribe on there so you can get the, the, the audios downloaded onto your phone, listen to them, bump them in the car. Give us uh, a good rating. Got to yep. get, get those ratings up. Yeah, give, <laughs> give us a, a five-star rating on, on iTunes and we would appreciate that. And uh, jump on over to theparadiseparadox.com. Um, and you'll see at the top there's a shop Amazon link. So... Uh, as you're thinking about buying some of these books that we mentioned, like the the richest man in Babylon, the magic of thinking big, um, Dale Carnegie's uh, How to Win Friends and Influence People, that's a good one. It's always a classic. It's uh, you know if if you don't know how to act around people, it will give you some, a basic primer on on some ways that you can. Um, start to be more more likable and more interesting and, and get the best out of people. It's uh, it, it's a good book. I highly recommend it. Um, so head on over, ju- press on that uh, Shop Amazon link, order some books on there or some, some movies too. And uh, that just means we'll receive a little bit of commission, so we appreciate that. And jump on to donate.theparadiseparadox.com because we, we really appreciate it. We love it. We do backflips uh in in our in a soul how <laughs> inner child uh lights up his eyes like he's looking at ice creams whenever we get a little bit of money so so it's yeah. literally christmas <laughs> like, we do jump up and down and it's like it's a buck but it's something yeah someone's yep. pressing buttons somewhere and i'm making money <laughs> it's, it's wonderful so keep that it up. is it's great so thanks so much guys and have a good one. These ones. <laughs> Watch Harshing going. Keep shifting. <laughs> All right, guys. Remember, if you want to get more soul imploding, mind destroying, life affirming content, then head on over to theparadiseparadox.com slash five four. That's where you find the show notes for this episode, theparadiseparadox.com slash 54. And get riggedy rats on! Um... <laughs>